we are back after a long time but today we're going to talk about iron deficiency anemia so as we all know anemia is um the lack of hemoglobin in blood which affects the oxygen carrying capacity of the rbcs so the first anemia we're going to talk about is iron deficiency anemia now as the name suggests iron deficiency anemia is due to um lack of iron in the body mainly because of um either dietary deficiency or it could be due to malabsorption syndromes or incre- increased blood loss in the body iron deficiency anemia is extremely common in developing countries and it's also easily treatable and i'm sure a lot of us can diagnose it very easily so the pathology behind this is like i said earlier decrease either in dietary iron uh, malabsorption or incre- increased loss of iron in the body so iron is so important for us because first of all it helps in carrying oxygen from india through the rbcs to like different parts of the body then it's also requiring dna synthesis and a lot of electron transport and everything if you guys remember your mitochondria and everything um so in terms of diet phytates phosphates and tannates can also you know even though there is enough iron in the diet it may like affect its absorption so high phosphate or phytates in the diet can also cause iron deficiency now in terms of newborn breast milk has very good high quantities of iron with good bioavailability however a lot of kids who are you know top fed or they given bovine milk it's not good because bovine milk has high levels of calcium which competes with iron for absorption so that as well should be screened for especially newborn kids with iron deficiency anemia now when a patient comes to you clinical evaluation is extremely important and um dietary history should be taken that'll give you an idea of any uh, dietary deficiency of iron and if there is history of good food intake then it points towards malabsorption so symptoms of iron deficiency as we all know it it is like irritability anorexia and weakness fatigue leg cramps breathlessness and tachycardia now the mechanism for tachycardia over here is because of anemia there is decreased oxygen carrying capacity of the rbc because of which the heart compensates by beating faster so that's why we have tachycardia in extremely severe cases there's also congestive heart failure and splenomegaly but that's in very severe cases usually it gets detected before that other features we see is angular stomatitis that is the tearing of the angles of the mouth glossitis coelonychia and platinychia so these were the features of iron deficiency anemia now as for lab diagnosis it's simple peripheral blood smear you do and your complete blood count so when complete blood count the rbcs will might be reduced they usually reduced mchc is reduced mcv is reduced and the red cell distribution with is increased the peripheral blood smear shows um, microcytic hypercopnic and isocytosis and poikilocytosis as well sometimes in thalassemia 
the red cell distribution with is increased but number of rbcs is increased as well so keep that in mind as in terms of serum ion it is obviously reduced serum transferrin is reduced and serum ferritin is reduced as well the total iron binding capacity of the body is increased because it needs more iron so it's trying to like increase its iron binding capacity now keep in mind that serum ferritin is also an acute phase reactant so even though the patient might have iron deficiency anemia the ferritin might be increased because there is some other ongoing inflammatory process in the body Just keep that in mind ferritin also an acute phase reactant might be increased when there is iron deficiency anemia when now we come to treatment for treatment first we have to like pinpoint the underlying cause whether it's malabsorption and if it's hookworm infestation we have to give them a course of uh, albendazole and all and hookworm infestation is also one of the commonest cause of gi blood loss and iron deficiency anemia um as for medicine we have to give oral line preparations usually ferrous sulfate is given at a dose of around 3 to 6 mg per kg per day now what the important part to remember here is iron therapy has to be continued uh for at least 3 months after the hemoglobin is raised in the body because what you correct first is the overlying iron but the iron stores have to be replenished as well right so iron therapy has to be continued even after the hemoglobin comes up to normal uh, for at least 3 months now as for parental preparations it's indicated only in terms when there is extremely severe blood loss and obviously we don't have enough time to give oral iron or when there's absolute intolerance to oral iron like there's a lot of nausea vomiting etc in terms of that yeah so that's about it in iron deficiency anemia um it's short brief but i guess it should be enough for you guys thank you